Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from the Pittsburgh Penguins and 2023 on a high note. In fact, with a three-game winning streak, the light, latest of which, excuse me, being a 3-1 to one victory over the New York Islanders on home ice, the Penguins, they get a 2 very important points over the Islanders in this game last Wednesday against the Islanders on Long Island. And it was another impressive night on Saturday night or Sunday night, excuse me, for one Alex Nedeljkovic. We'll get into his performance because he continues to be a shining star for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A great acquisition by Kyle Dubas at this point in the season. But then you look around at the rest of that performance, depth scoring continues to find its footing. The Penguins have now outscored the Islanders 10-1 to in those two games this week. Sidney Crosby having zero of those points. There was a scary moment in this game where Sidney Crosby went down and looked like he got a stick blade from Matt Barzell. It, to the face, it looked like it could have been an eye, but fortunately it looks like it was right underneath his eye. Left a pretty big gash, but he did return to play and did finish off the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's get into the goal recap here because not a lot to go around for the New York Islanders for the second consecutive game in this matchup. It started early for the Pittsburgh Penguins, a one to nothing lead thanks to a Lars Eller goal, his fifth of the season. He put away a beautiful pass from Jansen Harkins, who picks up his second assist in his many games, now second assist on the season as well. Valtteri Pustinen continues to just find ways to get on the score sheet. That's his sixth assist of the season. He continues to score points wherever he's placed in the lineup. In this one, it was the third line with Eller and with Harkins. And that third line connects on the only goal of the first period. The New York Islanders pushed really aggressively in that opening frame. 15 shots on goal, but Alex Nedeljkovic, some of those saves were acrobatic. Some of them were... As we've seen this season, just shutting things down, catching the puck with his midsection, but he was able to stand tall in the first period, keep the Pittsburgh Penguins up one to nothing after the opening frame. Second period, more depth scoring on the horizon for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Nola Chari went to the front of the net, and when you go to the front of the net, good things happen. It bounces off of Achari. He redirects the puck past Ilya Sorokin to give the Penguins the all-important two-goal lead in this one, his third goal of the season. That play was all set up and made by Drew O'Connor, who continues to start to impress again and again and again. He started the season hot, especially in the preseason. He was scoring goals left and right. Then he started to tail off a little bit towards the 25-game mark to about the 30-game mark, but in recent weeks, the last three or four or five even games, Drew O'Connor has looked much better. He's got a little bit more jump to him. He set, certainly looks like he has more life to him, and he picks up a massive primary assist on that one. That's O'Connor's seventh assist of the season, putting the Pittsburgh Penguins up two to nothing in this one. Third period, Penguins trying to hold on. The Islanders trying to push back as they're trying to at least save some pride for themselves because they're getting beat by the Pittsburgh Penguins once again at that point. Samuel Bolduke scores his first goal of the season. That one comes unassisted. It looked like a harmless shot on goal from the point, but it was able to beat Alex Nedeljkovic to make it 2-1 to one and to make everybody sweat a little bit on New Year's Eve. But Lars Eller gets his second goal of the game late in the game. Captures an empty netter unassisted as well. That makes it 3-1 to one for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that is where things stood at triple zeros. The Pittsburgh Penguins get their third consecutive victory. They are now 7-1-1 since that all-important press conference from Kyle Dubas on December 11th. What a way to finish out 2023 and set themselves up in a pretty good position 
to start the 2024 calendar years. We talked about after Christmas break, they came out of it five points out of a playoff spot, needing to win a lot of these games at the tail end of 2023, especially going into a pretty aggressive start of 2024 on their calendar. They have the Flyers. They have the Washington Capitals. They have the Boston Bruins, the Buffalo Sabres. There's a lot of good teams coming up on the schedule, a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference. So we looked at that tail end post-Christmas three games against the Islanders twice and against the St. Louis Blues who were playing some pretty good hockey and said they could really put themselves in a much better position on January 1st if they come out and they perform hot out of the Christmas break. They didn't do it a year ago. They did do it this season. And the difference is massive because we said five points out of a playoff spot. Right now they sit one point outside of a playoff spot. They have games in hand on three of the five teams directly ahead of them in the standings, and that goes up into the top three in the Metropolitan Division, which is where they sit four points out of second place in the Metro Division. What a difference a couple of days make. I'm not sure why balloons are coming up on the feed right now, but, I mean, heck, StreamYard is uh, surprising a couple of different things. Happy New Year to everybody. If I didn't say it already, they're the balloons. That, that makes a little bit more sense. Threw me off a little bit, but let's move over to our three stars of the game for this one. That was weird for so no reason. Third star, I'm going to give it to Jansen Harkins, and I got to hand it to the guy. I have bashed on Jansen Harkins time and time again, said he doesn't belong at the NHL level. He just doesn't fit at the NHL level. He doesn't have the foot speed. He doesn't seem to think the game fast enough to be an everyday NHLer. Back-to-back nights, he's looked pretty good. You know, impressive primary assist first on Saturday night against the St. Louis Blues to set up Jeff Carter for the eventual game-winning goal, and then last night on New Year's Eve to set up Nolachari for or not Noel Chari, excuse me, to set up Lars Eller for the opening goal, a big goal in a period which the Pittsburgh Penguins were on their back foot more often than not. So he's looked good in the last two games, and he's finally showing a glimpse of staying power at the NHL level. Now, do I think that he deserves a chance to stay in that lineup if Brian Rust comes back, if Matt Nieto comes back, if Yesapul Yarvi ends up signing a contract and playing for the Penguins? No, I, I do think he's one of, well, I, I guess... One of the two guys that are probably first on the chopping block, one being Vinny Henestrosa, who got back into the lineup last night after Redeem Zahorna had a pretty bad penalty in late in the third period against St. Louis that almost or could have cost the Pittsburgh Penguins. Zahorna gets the healthy scratch because when you make those mistakes and you're not established as an NHL veteran, Mike Sullivan might sit you down. He did so with Redeem Zahorna putting in Vinny Henestrosa. So Henestrosa is probably first in the chopping block. Then I would imagine Harkins is still second, but it's nice to see him start to produce, start to make the coaching staff look right because the coaching staff has been very patient with Jansen Harkins. And and these last two games, I'm sure they're going to take a couple of victory laps around PPG Paints Arena or UPMC Lemieux Complex in Cranberry and say, hey, two important games, pivotal games in the season right now because the Penguins are trying to climb their way back into relevancy, back into a playoff spot. Jansen Harkins makes a pretty big impact on both of those games. So coaching staff, they've been patient with them and it paid off over this past weekend. Second star of the game in this one, I'm going to give it to Lars Eller. Eller has been quiet, but a constant performer this season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. His scoring is never going to light the world on fire. Nice to see him get two goals last night. Nice to see him up over that five-goal mark. He's at six now on the season. He doesn't get very many assists, but what he does do, plays pretty constant at the same level every single game. You don't see him having an absolutely horrendous performance very often. Kills penalties with the best of them, and 
he's been a pretty solid player when it comes to making sure that his line is never the worst line on the team. He's trying to do that in a very difficult situation because he's had a battery of rotating wingers. Last night was the first game that he played with Valtteri Pustinen and Jansen Harkins as his two wingers. He's had Redeem Zahorna on his line. He's had Drew O'Connor on his line. He had Jeff Carter on his line a couple of days ago, a couple games ago. So he's getting a lot of different things around him, yet he has been the solidifying force on the third line. Is he the best third line center in the NHL? No. But is he the best third line center the Penguins have had in some time? Yes. He's been constant. He's been solid. And that's what the Pittsburgh Penguins need out of that position. That's what Lars Eller has provided so far this season. Talking about solid and providing the Penguins with a lot this season. First star of this game, it's Alex Nedeljkovic. You already knew I was going there. Why would you be surprised? Alex Nedeljkovic continues to roar back this season after two rough years in Detroit. I don't know how many more solid performances he's going to have to put up before we stop mentioning the fact that he was so bad in Detroit that this is such a departure for the goaltender that he's looking so stellar for the Pittsburgh Penguins. In this one, he saved 37 of 38 shots, including, like I mentioned, 15 shots in the first period to keep the Pittsburgh Penguins up one goal over the New York Islanders to kind of shut down all of that energy that the Islanders came in with. Let's not forget, the Penguins blew the doors off the Islanders on Long Island on Wednesday. Seven to nothing. They embarrassed them on home ice. The Islanders, they got mad and they got even with the Washington Capitals on Friday night. They got a big win over the Washington Capitals and then they came to town. They tried to stir things up. You knew that Mike Sullivan was aware of that because he started the fourth line. Nola Chari's out there. Vinny Henestrosa has a little bit of grit. He's out there. John Ludwig's out there and he shows why he was out there. He gets into a fight with Matt Martin. Might not have won the fight with Matt Martin, but after the game, he said it was his idea. He was trying to bring some life into the building. And that building has some life in it on Saturday and Sunday. The Penguins fans showed out on the holiday weekend. And the Pittsburgh Penguins made sure to back it up with back-to-back victories. It was a physical game early on. It was a game in which the New York Islanders had a lot of juice early on. And Alex Nedeljkovic was able to settle things down, make sure the Pittsburgh Penguins stayed on top throughout the entirety of the game, and never let his foot off the gas pedal. It stinks that that goal went in from Samuel Bolduc late in the game because it was really a game that you would think that It'd be great to see him finish with that shutout, his second of the season. But at the end of the day, I mean, the massive saves that he made in the first period, I don't remember if it was a power play or not at the moment because it is New Year's Day. I did not sleep very much last night. But those two massive saves are going to be on his highlight reel for a long time. And it's impressive the way that he's been able to bounce back this season. And it's impressive the performance that he's put together this season. On a one-year show-me contract, no less, he's certainly making some money on his next deal next year in free agency. We'll see if the Penguins are able to bring him back. But as of right now, they're enjoying the fruits of bringing him in this season and giving him the opportunity to continue to show that he is 100% an NHL-caliber goaltender. 6-2-2 on the season. Ned is looking great. Jars is looking great. The Pittsburgh Penguins have two solid goaltenders, and that is huge for this organization moving forward. Up next for the Pittsburgh Penguins, we talk about there being a couple teams ahead of them that they have games in hand on, and they're so close to passing in the standings. Washington Capitals are right there. Caps have 40 points in the standings. Devils have 40 points in the standings. Penguins have 40 points in the standings. If these games are 
big late in the season. They're big now in the season. The Penguins take on the Washington Capitals to ring in the new year tomorrow night at PPG Paints Arena to close out a three-game homestand. Huge matchup. First time these two teams have met since the second game of the season. That one, the Penguins won 4 to nothing at Capital One Arena in my neck of the woods. Now we'll see what they're able to do up in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But that's going to do it for this one. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you had a safe and happy New Year. I hope you're eating your sauerkraut and your pork and you know, I'm Greek Orthodox, so what we do is we roll the bread up and down the aisle. So hope you're enjoying your holiday weekend, second holiday weekend in a row. Some people love it. I always stay working. So uh, we'll be back later in this day, later on January 1st, with another episode on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts from. Obviously, it's going to be a great 2024. I hope you're ch- spending some of it here with us. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg Recap. We'll have an iceberg to go later today, like I mentioned, talking a little bit about a former Pittsburgh Penguin that's thriving for the Florida Panthers. But that's it for this one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.